Okay, good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Over here, it's morning, uh, 10 a.m. This is in uh, Canada, Oshawa, Ontario, Canada. Oshawa, Ontario, Canada. North America, North America, Southern Ontario. Southern Ontario. Southern Ontario. We are in Southern Ontario. We are in Southern Ontario. And we are going live right now. We are going live. And let me set this up here. And we will be doing a very good teaching this morning. Very good teaching. Like usual. I keep these brief. But they're full of power. No pun intended. Um, because they're key power words, right? We're back to key power words uh, this morning. Apostle David is watching. So we're back to key Greek power words. Key Greek power words. And, you know, I do these teachings because I had myself, I had a rude awakening. I've had quite a few of those ever since I got born again. Um... I realized that God wanted me, and of course, you gotta get it, you gotta get the revelation overall for yourself first. You can't, you know, you can't share with somebody else if you don't have it for yourself. You just can't. It's, it's impossible. So that's why I do these things. I like to share the things that the Lord has, has shown me over the years, and there's so much to, to share, but I've, I just, I've been wanting to do some some teachings on key Greek power words. And so I use this at this time. And of course, I make the notes. Uh, eventually, we're going to make... Good morning, Apostle David. Eventually, we're going to be making real videos for the YouTube channel, for the website, all these different things like that. I have a whole section on my website for power words. All right? And uh, I'll be going into greater details, all that. Uh, unfortunately, I'm leaving a lot of things out now because I am trying to keep these short. But um, power words, why? Why? Well, God put the power, God put the words there. It's his words, not my word. Uh, these words we've been looking at, the, the two big ones were, first of all, exousia, adunamis, and then exousia. And then, of course, we looked at the word zoe. It's not really a power word. Um, but now we're going to look at something, another power word. And uh, it's the word kratos, uh, K-R-A-T-O-S. It's the that's the transliteration. Uh, don't ask me to pronounce the Greek. Uh, I was going to get into that years ago, and I felt like the Lord saying, "No, nah, don't even waste your time with all that." All right. So let's get into these. Let's get into these power words. This new power word, kratos. Uh, for those who are into Strong's numbers, the Strong number twenty nine oh four. And it's got all kinds of, well, it's used 12 times only. It's not as popular as the word exousia or the word dunamis, but it, we still need to know because it applies to us as believers. All right. And that's what we're going to look at. It's used 12 times in the New Testament. And really, it's only used uh, four times, four times for the believer, specifically for the believer. It's used for God, of course, but we're just looking at these um, key Greek power words in context with new creation realities. 
All right. And of course, we're part of that new creation. Bible says we're once we're in union with Christ, the second Adam, the last Adam, the new man, we're a new creation. We're actually a new man. All right. The Bible uses the word new man, new creation, newness of life. We looked at that. All right. So and there's more to teach on that, of course. There's always more. There's always more. So let's look at the first instance of this word kratos. I'm going to use the King James. I'm going to change things around a little bit. Anyhow, I don't use the King James a whole lot, but it's good. It's good, and uh, it's closer to the Greek text. This uh, The King James uses the uh, textus receptus. Wow, <laughs> fancy word. And then, of course, from there, we got the received text, and then we've got the majority text, right? So let's go to Acts 19.20. Uh, the book of Acts, not the epistle, a book of Acts. The book of Acts. The book of Acts. The book of Acts, the book of Acts, 19, chapter 19, verse 20, 19, verse 20, 19, verse 20, 19, verse 20. Let's read it together. We can read it out loud. It's good to read the word out loud. All right. And uh, so here it says, so mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. All right. So the word kratos is, is the word mightily, uh, in the king, in the new, in the King James, mightily grew. It grew. It didn't just grow and prevailed. Um, it didn't just grow, but it prevailed, but mightily. All right. Mightily. All right. So kratos. All right. So this is what God wants for the word, his word, not my word, not your words. No, no, no. His word, the written word, all right? And this is what's greatly lacking in overall, not everywhere, but this is greatly lacking in his church and as well as in the world, all right? Because he wants his word to grow, all right? Mightily and prevailing, all right? Because we know that faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Right? People need to hear the word, but they need to hear the word by the spirit, by the sword of the spirit, which is the word. So we got to make sure that when we're declaring the word, when we're sharing the word, his word, and it could be a, a, a prophetic word, it could be a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge by the gifts of the spirit, it's got to be done by the spirit. That's where the power's at. All right. The word itself. A lot of people don't agree with this, but I don't care. The word itself has no power. All right. It's the word that is believed. All right. Or the word that is going forth by the spirit and not by my flesh. All right. A lot of times we share the word. We preach the word. We get all worked up. We're spitting. We're spewing. You know, we're all angry. We're all worked up, passionate, full of zeal. But this flesh, it's flesh. All right. I want nothing to do with the flesh. Personally, I'm not interested in my flesh. I'm not interested in nobody else's flesh because God's not interested in nobody else's flesh because the Bible says the flesh profits nothing, right? That's what Jesus said. The flesh profits zero, zero. Do you understand zero? All right. So let's move on here to Ephesians. Oh, Ephesians. Yeah, I already knew the word Kratos 
was in Ephesians. And I've, I've already looked at these words years ago. But let's go to Ephesians. We're going to cover Kratos today. And then we're going to move on to another power word tomorrow. So let's look at Ephesians 119. 119. Ephesians. The epistle to Ephesians. All right. The epistle of Paul, the apostle to the Ephesians. All right. Ephesians 1, chapter 1. Don't have to go very far. It's just chapter 1. The first chapter of Ephesians, verse 19. Verse 19, verse 19. It says here, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? Wow! What a huge, huge, huge verse. Now, what word is the word kratos? <laughs> what word is the word kratos in all this? Well, it's the word working. It's the word, no, it's the word power. His mighty power. Mighty power. Power. All right? So there we got the word kratos. All right? It's the word kratos. There it is right there. Working of his mighty kratos. All right? We need immortal life. All right, whatever. All right. So this is believing. This is this is what Paul is praying for the Ephesians, and you need to pray that every day. You need to pray that every day. You need to pray it every day. Speak it out every day. Meditate it every day. All right. Something I need to look at is the four prayers of uh, Paul. Uh, the four prayers that he prayed: the two in Ephesians, one Colossians, and one Philipp Philippians. You need to pray those every day for the rest of your life. All right. All right. Pakistan. All right. So in the same, same epistle, same, 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 same epistle, Ephesians. We're still in Ephesians. Let's go to Ephesians 6. Of course, Ephesians 6. Uh, where else will we find this word kratos? All right. It's Ephesians 6. Chapter 6. Chapter 6. Chapter 6. Chapter 6. Verse 10. Verse 10. And of course, I, I've got my, uh, oh, I forgot to do the definition. I'm using my uh, Englishman's Greek concordance here. Uh, so anyhow, let's go to Ephesians 10, uh, 6.10, sorry. Ephesians 6.10, it says here, let's read it. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And the power of his might. And that word kratos is actually the word power, all right? So see, a lot of times we got the word power. We got the word power in the English. Sometimes it's the Greek word dunamis. Sometimes it's the word exousia. Sometimes it's the word kratos. It's kind of confusing, and I don't like that. I really don't like that. But here it's translated in the King James. It's translated the word power, but it's not really a good translation, all right? But it's the word kratos, and that's where it's used. And very interestingly, I just want to throw this out right now, where Paul says, my brethren, be strong. That's an imperative, all right, in the Lord, in the power of his might. But then he goes on how. He tells us how. you got to put on the armor. you got to put on the armor. If you don't put on the armor, if you don't learn how to put on the armor, you will, not be, you will never, never be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Never, never. You gotta put that armor on and you've gotta keep it on. Alright? And that armor is nobody else but the new man. Alright? Put on other places it says put on the new man. In Ephesians, Ephesians 4 says put on the new man. Here it says put on the armor of God. 
all right? In, um, in uh, 11, not just the armor, the whole armor, the whole armor of God. All right, so let's just move on here. One more verse, and then we'll look at a definition of this word kratos. Usually I do that at first, and I forgot. Uh, so let's look up Colossians. Let's go to the epistle. The epistle of Paul the Apostle to the Colossians. To the Colossians. To the Colossians. Oh, yeah. Colossians 1.11. Chapter 1.11. Chapter 1.11. Chapter 1.11. Colossians 1.11. Colossians 1.11. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long-suffering, with joyfulness. All right? According to his glorious power. So that's the word kratos. So it's not the word dunamis. It's the word kratos. Very, very, very interesting how they interchange the same word. They use the word. They keep using the word power for exousia. They use the word power for um, dunamis. They use the word power for kratos. Uh, mostly in the, the King James, but uh, other translations, that's where I like to get into other translations, especially the Amplified, but sometimes the Amplified can confuse you a little bit too. So let's, uh, let's just take a quick look here. Let's just take a quick look at a Zodiades, back to Zodiades, Spyro Zodiades, and see what he has to say about this um, key Greek power, Kratos, which is used, like I said, 12 times, Kratos, see, there you go, he's got the word strength, and he's got the word might, might, strength, and, or might, so the word power is not really justified, using the word power is not really justified, more especially, I like this, more especially manifested, manifested power, manifested power that is manifested and let me tell you something right now you will never see you will never see and has the word dominion too dominion i like the word dominion and um this word kratos will never be manifested in your life until you've become um fully persuaded of it because everything is manifest god manifests himself in so many different ways, through our faith, through our faith, all right? So, and this is, we're going to be looking at another power word, um, yeah, coming up soon, coming soon, but it's also, it denotes presence, it denotes presence and significance of force or strength rather than its exercise, all right? Very interesting, but it denotes the presence and significance of force or strength regarding this word kratos, all right? So, uh, short, but I got a busy day today again, and I'm getting ready for my 40-day fast. I believe I'll be ready for the last day of November or December 1st. Uh, I'm going into a 40-day fast. Uh, it's getting cold out here where I'm at in southern Ontario, but that's okay. I'm used to fasting uh, when it's cold out. Of course, I stay more inside, and I've got the wood stove and a furnace, so it's not like I'm going to freeze or anything like that. But it does get cold, especially when you're fasting. So anyhow, 
Um, just want to encourage all of you to uh, to learn, to learn, learn, learn. We need to learn. We need to grow. Uh, if you're not learning the right things, you won't grow. All right. It's just the way the soul works, um, and uh, it's the way you know. This is not God's fault. This is our fault uh, because of the fall. But anyhow, we need to learn. We got to learn, and the Bible is, is full of references to learning, to growing. We need to grow up. All right, uh, spiritually, even physically, uh, emotionally, mentally, there's all we God wants us to grow in all areas of our life. There's the word life, Zoe, right? So anyhow, like I finished, we need to learn to 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 learn. We need to learn what it takes to walk in the fullness, not only of the grace of God and the grace of God and the faith of God, because it's faith that gives access to the grace of God. And everything we're learning is about the grace of God. Uh, these power words, the power. God has made available his power to us freely. He's made it available in our union with Christ. He's the powerful one. He's the one with all the power, right? <laughs> he's, he's the exousia. He's the dunamis. He's the kratos, all right? He manifested that all the time. Just read the Bible. Wow. Over demons, over sickness, disease, over circumstances, walking on water. You don't think it takes power to walk on water? Hmm? You don't think it takes some kind of power to turn water into wine and all these different great miracles, feeding the 5,000 plus men and women, uh, women and children? You don't think it takes power? Of course it takes power. God's power. All right? But that power um, is available uh, to us. All right? So I want to thank you. And uh, tomorrow, I won't be here tomorrow. I've got some work to do outside uh, to get ready for my fast, but we will, we should be back on track, back for the attack on Wednesday. So today's Monday, so we'll be back on Wednesday. But anyhow, I will keep you posted like I usually do. All right, so thank you, and shalom, and amen.